You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Brutal Montreal! Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Crypt Chop Scene, the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcasts, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope you had a glorious weekend, because I most certainly did, because this past Friday was Heavy Montreal Presents, Vox and Hops Brutal Montreal what an epic fucking night that was. It was so much fun. I loved looking out into the crowd and seeing a bunch of metalheads enjoying amazing craft beers. Everybody was just so happy, and I'm just so, so stoked that it happened and that I could give that little bit of pleasure to everyone. It was just the best. I woke up on Saturday just feeling amazing and so excited that everyone had such a good time. All the bands killed it, and the fans that were there really enjoyed all of the beer from each of the breweries. It was just so damn cool. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I'm also asking you to tell a friend about the podcast. There's someone in your life that is a massive metalhead, the person that sends you band recommendations well i want you to tell them that the vox and hops metal podcast exists you could tell them that there are over 300 episodes for them to go and check out with some of the world's best musicians available for them to listen to right now if you were to encourage one of your friends to become a brand new vox and hops head that would be something that i would truly appreciate now today's episode was recorded last friday at brutal montreal i invited each artist to come and hang out with me for a very short moment right after the they stepped off stage and we recorded this amazing episode. This is Vox and Hops episode number 317, the final episode of 2021. This is Brutal Montreal. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. So basically, Brutal Montreal came into existence when I was hanging out with Chris Kells and Danny Marino of The Agonist at Kanawaki Brewing back in July. I had just wrapped up Brutal North America, where I paired metal breweries from across North America with Vox and Hops alumni to create killer collabs for their bands. Now, I always had in mind turning Brutal North America into an actual tour, and I knew that before I went and did that, I'd have to at least have one show under my belt. So we were talking at Kanawaki Brewing, and the idea of doing a show with Cryptopsy and the Agonist and a bunch of other local Quebec metal bands came to life. I wrapped up that weekend, and on a Monday morning, I contacted J.F. Michaud. J.F. Michaud works for Heavy Montreal. He was my main contact there. I've had him on the podcast before. He is an alumni. Uh, he's an all-around amazing dude. So I pitched him the idea of doing a metal and beer-themed show festival here in Montreal and the ball started rolling from there. I was very stoked to hook up with JF and to have a quick chat with him backstage. Check out what we had to say to each other. Uh, JF, here we are. We are backstage at a festival that we built together. Uh, I am very, very excited to be at this stage of this project. Uh, why did you say yes when I came up with a crazy idea of doing a metal and beer themed 
festival in our hometown of Montreal? Uh, because I hadn't been to a concert in about a year, and I was excited to uh, I was excited to see things happen. And um, I've I've always said yes. To, in case you haven't noticed, I've always said yes to every single thing you've ever asked me. That is true. So there was no exception. <laughs> Uh, what were some of the biggest challenges on your side to get this festival rolling with the bigger ups of Eventco? I don't know. It's like a new type of event, right? Like we're trying new things. There's obviously things that we're super familiar with. Like you're, you're performing tonight. It's not your first concert ever. It's not the first concert that I booked, but there's new aspects, like like getting new people involved. Like uh, I think never, uh, uh, well, I had never really worked with microbreweries before. And, uh, you know, we haven't done many shows for about a year, a year and a half now. So, you know, it's interesting to uh, to get back in the game. It's, it's such a fun project to uh, to do that with. So excited. It took us basically six months from my first email till today. Uh, you mentioned craft beer. Uh, we are drinking a delicious craft beer right now. We are drinking one of the beers that is available at the event. This is from BG Brasserie Urbaine, one of my favorite breweries from Quebec. This is Kamein Clean. It's their uh, American lager. It's light, 4.5%. Perfect beer before I step onto stage. Uh, how excited were you when we finally got all the beers lined up? You saw that this was actually going to happen. What was your mindset when, when, when you finally realized that the show was actually going to happen? I think whenever you ask anybody that's not into, into metal what's, what metal is all about, it's loud music, long hair, dark t-shirts, and beer. So it kind of made sense. It, it, it's, it's, it's like a match made in heaven. And I, I'm super happy that we're getting involved with, uh, uh, with this kind of stuff. It, it makes so much sense. I love to discover every beers in the world, and by seeing how you you are excited to uh, to to know every single beers and getting to know every single extreme bands, I was like, man, like just listening to you talking about this stuff is exciting. I, I can't imagine how being an, an actual festival built around your excitement for beer and metal would be, and I, I'm I'm super thrilled to be part of this with you we built a crazy lineup not only of craft beer but the lineup itself a bunch of amazing montreal quebec based bands coming together to finally play a show together it's just so damn exciting i i'm just so excited and stoked that we built this together i see bright things in the future i i just can't say anything else but thank you thank you for trusting in me and for doing this with me it's it's just an honor and i can't wait to be on stage in a bit and bang my fucking head i've been saying this whole pandemic that the podcast has been filling the void of performing live well we're about to find out <laughs> if that's accurate or not because i i don't think it's, it's up to par to what i'm about to experience and that would not have happened without you so thank you very very much are you afraid that you're gonna go on stage and go like oh i think i like podcasting <laughs> more than i like singing metal <laughs> i don't think it's gonna happen jf we're gonna have a good time this show's not over the great sabatini's playing right now i want to go watch the rest of her set because i love them Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me. Amazing. Looking forward to do this as many times as possible. Man, I'm just so damn stoked that JF helped create this event with me. I put on one gig a long time ago for my first, first band, and uh, that was also a success, uh, but uh, it was very, very small in comparison to what 
JF does. So I'm very, very happy that I teamed up with someone so competent and savvy and understanding the business aspect of putting on a show. There's no one bigger than Eventco here in Montreal, so I'm very proud to have teamed up with them. I just want to say massive thank you to the whole Eventco crew, to the Heavy Montreal crew, and of course a huge, huge thank you to JF for making this festival a reality. I'm excited for what's coming up. I already have a new idea, and I can't wait to build it with him. As we were putting the show together, I knew that I'd need someone that I trusted, someone that I worked with, someone that I love, help run production of the show. And I knew that Michelle Ayoub, who is a co-owner of Turbo House, an amazing bar here in Montreal that I've been curating their craft beers list for since the summer, was a person that did that. So I asked... Eventco to have Michelle run the show and I'm man am I ever happy that I did we had a great great night and everything ran so smoothly before doors as bands were sound checking I took the time to finally have a chat with Michelle on the podcast I've actually never had her on I should because she's amazing um here's that quick little chat that we had about brutal montreal michelle here we are we are at brutal montreal uh you are running production i am running production on a show that i'm so happy is happening because we've we've had we had an interesting time getting this one ready it uh was easy yet difficult uh i actually hand chose you to run this show oh shucks i i asked to have you run the show because i love you we worked together for so long i've been curating the beers at turbo house your establishment since the summer uh let's talk about brutal montreal let's talk about do you remember when i first brought up this idea to you uh did you think i'd pull it off oh 100 i had no doubt in my mind I think if anyone's going to pull off something like this with these types of bands and this beer, hands down, that was you. Uh, what are your, in? you know, we're here, the show's about to start, uh, sound check is happening, you guys probably hear that in the background. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about the show? What, 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 are your, what are your expectations for tonight? Uh, what, what do you think Brutal Montreal is going to be? I am so excited with this lineup. COVID aside, it's all hometown buddies, so it's uh, the retrouvailles, like we'd say in French, it's a nice reunion. So adding to that, the fact that the last two years have been so messed up with the pandemic, having this lineup in this city where everyone gets to see each other again and have a awesome, brutal show. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. I know the crowd's going to be stoked. And as of yesterday, we had some unfortunate news going forward for shows. So I think that just adds to how special this night is, where it's a uh, it's a reunion and a temporary farewell <laughs> kind of all at once. So I'm excited. And like the feedback from everyone, be it the bands and fans, has been awesome. So it's just going to be a great night in a great room. I love this theater so much. Me too. Me too. Michelle, thank you so, so much taking the time to sit down with me. I know we're both busy, uh, but I, I definitely wanted to talk to you about having Brutal Montreal happen. I'm so excited. Thank, I'm so excited. Thank you so, so much. Fuck yeah. Man, she's just the best. We, do, we just had the best night. She was so nice to let me use her production office to record these interviews. So massive, massive shout out to Michelle. We had so, so much fun. I can't wait to keep doing things with you. I can't wait to go and hang out at Turbo House with you. And I can't wait to work on new events with you in the future. Now, Brutal Montreal was on a Friday night, and I gotta say, I was very impressed at the amount of people that showed up so early for the event. A lot of the time at some events, 
the crowd tends to come in a little bit later. That was not the case for this. It was already packed by the time Burning the Oppressor took the stage. Now, I've been following Burning the Oppressor for many, many years, but just recently they got picked up by Candlelight Records, and that is super fucking awesome. So I was super stoked to invite them to perform. I had the chance to talk with Frederick Muru. This is that conversation right as he stepped off stage. It's amazing. He's still out of breath. Listen to this. Fred, you just finished your yeah. set. Brutal Montreal. How did that feel? Amazing. It's been such a long time since we've had beautiful gigs like this. It's it's great to be back, to be honest. Talk to me about the, the first time you heard about it, when you first heard that I was putting together Brutal Montreal. What was your first impressions? Um, tell me about that. Uh, yeah, well, actually, I've been following uh, Vox and Ops for quite a while now. And, uh, like, I think Kevin introduced me to the event. Like, he, pre he said that we got this gig and it's going to be a super great uh, show so of course i was in as soon as i heard about it uh, especially in a nice venue like this it's amazing so thanks for putting uh, putting on the show it was a no-brainer no-brainer you guys are killing it right now and i'm honored to have you with me tonight one last question what beer are you most excited about trying now that you finished your show honestly i have no idea i didn't take the time today to check this out okay so that's your mission right now yeah i'm probably i'm probably gonna sample all of the ipas that you guys have oh, i love it i love it fred thank you so so much <laughs> i really appreciate you taking the time you're still sweating from stepping off a stage i'm honored that you yeah, sorry about to hang that. Out with me <laughs> i love it cheers buddy thank you so much thank you man they just killed it that night the crowd was just waiting to move and they wanted to and they totally did for burning the oppressor they absolutely killed it so stoked that i had a chance to have a chat with fred and i'm super stoked that i had them as a part of brutal montreal Hey, what's up, Fox and Hopsheads? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. When I tour the world and people ask me, I always get this question, who is the best metal vocalist for you? Who is your biggest inspiration? I always, always, always say... Sebastien Kratou. Now, sadly, around the world, not many people are aware of Necrotic Mutation, but here in Quebec, they are a staple band. They started back in the 90s, and now they're back. Uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing Seb uh, for many years, and I have the pleasure of being a part of his La Fabrique des Monstres, which is a company where extreme metal vocalists do voices for monsters in either video games or movies. Uh, that's exactly how I ended up doing some voice work for the brand new Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, I think that Seb is one of the best in the world, honestly. Uh, I can just sit there and listen to him talk about extreme vocals forever. So to invite him and to watch him give a masterclass basically on stage 
way was a no brainer. So <laughs> I love hanging out with Seb and I did as soon as he stepped off stage and it was an hilarious chat and here it is. Sebastian Crato, do I have your permission to record your audio for my podcast Vox and Hops? <laughs> <laughs> you just finished your set. Heavy Montreal presents Vox and Hops, Brutal Montreal. How the fuck was that? That was amazing. It's like it, it, it's been two years since we've done any kind of you know public presentation of what we do so that was like I, I i could not believe it until i was like five minutes before going on stage that's where i was like okay this is happening because before that it was like kind of a easy dream you know even if you see the the ads and the posters you say okay you know this is something that exists in the future but right before you know right when we see the people it's like okay this is fucking happening so I, i'm stoked that was amazing it was an easy easy decision to put you on the bill i love you you're one of the best extreme vocalists in the world and i say that with everything every <laughs> ounce of truth uh you've been very busy throughout the pandemic and before that as well doing monster voices uh what difference is there performing what you just did there versus what you do in the studio recording monster voices for video games and movies well the funny thing when we do monster voices we we move but we don't move as much as we move <laughs> on stage so it's 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 tiring, but it's it's kind of less tiring than doing even half an hour of a death metal show. Uh, so so it, it's two different things, really. Like there's something that people don't see you. You do your own thing, and you do weird faces, and people don't care if you look <laughs> ugly because it's all right. You're doing voices for monster. As on the stage, everybody sees you like in the light instead of being in the shadow. So it's 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 fun to mix those two, like being in the shadow, and of course sometime being <laughs> under the light. Dude, you rule! I really appreciate you taking the time. You just finished. You're sweating. <laughs> I had so much fun watching you. <laughs> Such an honor. Um, let's keep hanging out. Of uh, course, the event is not over yet. Cheers, no, buddy. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for having us, and thank you for this organizing this wonderful event. That's it's an honor. Cheers. Cheers, man. Man, I mean it. He's really, if you do not know Sebastien Crato's work, uh, go check him out. Check out La Fabrique des Mons. Check out Necrotic Mutation. Uh, you will not be disappointed. The guy is a beast and he's super funny as well. Now, since this idea came to life with the agonist dudes and myself, you know, we've talked about playing shows or like festivals together for many, many years. That idea that we would finish some big festival in Europe together, like a brutal assault, and then we would get to hang out afterwards and party, and uh, it's just never happened. So uh, I've been joking that I had to create a festival to play with them. The biggest issue we always had about playing together is that we were worried our crowds wouldn't mesh well together, that it would be too much of a contrast between the agonist and cryptopsy. When I was putting this bill together, I had that problem in mind. So I chose a band that I love from Montreal, featuring dudes that I've known for over 20 years, just about. Um, I love this band, but they are also extremely eclectic. And because of their presence on the festival, it made the whole package make sense. And I'm so stoked that they said yes, that they would play because I just love them to death. I'm talking about the great Sabatini. Man, did they kill it. I've known Sean for a very long time, and I'm very, very happy that I had the chance to have a chat with him as soon as he stepped off stage. Here's that chat. Um, you just stepped off stage. Heavy Montreal presents Vox and Hobbs, Brutal Montreal. First impressions. That was a blast. It was crazy. It's just... 
especially at the end of uh, such a toiling, weird year, to get to look out to a room full of people who are happy to be here and enjoying themselves and uh, doing this is super cathartic so i thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting us play tonight thank you were you ready did you do you feel like you had prepared yourself enough to finally climb back onto stage i think so yeah we uh for the last couple of months we've just been grinding trying to, to practice and get everything ready to be tight and everything especially because steve wasn't here with us so Steve is your drummer, so yeah. you had a replacement drummer. Give him a shout-out. Steve, I love you. <laughs> Give the replacement a shout-out. Mark, I love you. Probably more than Steve, because he, you know, he stepped up. No, I love them both. They're both, like, you know, brothers to me. I, I said it a lot, and I mean it. Uh, the Great Sabatini were the band that made this package make sense. You can't have a bunch of extreme metal bands. The Agnes are extreme metal band, but they are extremely melodic. But to have the great Sabatini, something so eclectic, doomy, interesting, weird, right before them makes the agonist make sense. And I love that. Yeah, that's, I think, I don't want to like try and, you know, I don't know, toot my own horn on that or too much, but like, it just, we're different. And, and, mm -hmm. and I think you're right. And that is speaks to the strength of your curatorial <laughs> skills on that and uh yeah I, I really applaud you for taking a chance with some different sounding type of bands i love you I, i've loved you we've been friends for since 2002 we've been it's an honor to have you here we're gonna keep hanging out you're still sweating you're still in your stage clothes go have fun i am gonna go and introduce the agonist yeah and we're gonna hang out later thank love you so you, much i appreciate you very very much i appreciate you cheers i love the great sabatini i've loved everything sean has been a part of since the beginning uh, some of you may know i started playing extreme music here in montreal in a band called three mile scream back in the day Sean was in a band called Violent Marv, and I remember telling him distinctly one night as I was enjoying a bunch of not craft beer at Fufon Electric uh, that if I was going to sing for any other band in the town, I would want it to be Violent Marv. And I still totally agree with that. And I told Sean that night that uh, next record, I definitely want to be on it because I love what they're doing. So it all made sense. The Great Sabatini was the glue that held the lineup together. So I could finally play with the Agonist. Uh, they killed it. Um, so much fun watching my friends on stage, uh, knowing that I'm going to perform right after them, watching them kill and watching the crowd really just starting to erupt. I got a message during their set from Elise Bertrand, who works for Corona, the one that helped me organize purchasing all the craft beer for the event. And she was like, we're running out. Uh, three or four of the brews are going to sell out by the time Cryptopsy takes the stage and I was like hell yes we got the right amount of beers uh, this is all working I was so excited and I'm stoked to say that one of the first beers that sold out was Overhop Canada's double Vox and Overhops my collab with them the 8.5% double New England man was I ever stoked when I heard that I had the chance to have a chat with Vicky right as she stepped off stage and here's what we had to say you just finished playing uh, Brutal Montreal. Yes. First impressions. What did you think? What is the first thing that went through your mind when you finished the first song? You said something funny to the crowd. I did, didn't I? You did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said that I forgot 
how hard it was. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember exactly what I said. I said we were here earlier. We were sound checking. I did three songs, no problem, breeze. And then suddenly we're here on stage, one song in. I'm sweating. I'm tired. Everything hurts. You know. I think after two years of playing a show, you forget how hard it is. What would be? You've been singing a lot on Twitch. Yeah. Your, your Twitch channel is killing it. Thank one you. of the most popular, in my opinion. Uh, talk to me about the big difference from singing in your basement to up on a stage in front of 800 people. I honestly think it's adrenaline. It's not even like moving around necessarily because I wouldn't say I have like the most movement on stage. I have like very few parts that I don't do vocals, so mm-hmm. I don't move a lot. So it's not it's not the activity. I think it's just the pure adrenaline. You're you're pushing more, you're giving it your all. You see people in the crowd and they're having a blast and you want to make them feel like they're having an even better time and it's hard to pace yourself and just be like relax whereas when you're sitting in your basement you're chill you know you're sitting in a chair literally <laughs> and you could have hundreds of people watching you but you don't see them watching you so it kind of feels like you're alone almost when i told you that i was going to set this up did you believe i'd make it happen it was i thought you would I was a little scared if we would be able to, and I think it, it, we were really close. I think up until today, we didn't know if the show mm-hmm. was going to happen, mm-hmm. but I'm happy. Obviously, everyone's happy that it did, you know, and I'm personally going to go change and have some beers and enjoy the rest <laughs> of my night watching you sweat on stage and have a difficult time. That'll be very entertaining. I but. love it. <laughs> you, you hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> I have to go play a show right now. Yes, you do. But I'm very grateful that you took the time. To have a conversation with me, sweaty, in your stage clothes. You can't see me. (laughs) You are fantastic. You killed it. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you so much. I was running like a madman all night. You have to imagine this. I was checking out the bands, and then as soon as a band would finish, I would run downstairs, conduct an interview, but I was also emceeing the whole night. So I was introducing each band up on stage right before they played. It was so much fun to introduce a band, turn around and see my friends just so excited that they're finally back on stage and that they're going to play a show. And it's not a dream because I've definitely had those dreams that I'm back on stage. I'm back on tour throughout this pandemic, these long, what feels like a never ending nightmare. Um, it was amazing. I, I loved it. I loved it. So I was running around and, and just as Vicky said right here, I finished this interview with her and I climbed up on stage and I performed my set. It felt so, so good to be back on stage. And um, the podcast has been helping me fill the void of performing. It's helped me stay in contact with a bunch of people. It's helped me keep my mind busy. But there's something about performing on stage and having that exchange of energy from a crowd, from your bandmates. It's irreplaceable. So I love doing the podcast, but and it has been filling the void to a certain extent, but it's not quite exactly the same. So I had so much fun. I am just so stoked that Brutal Montreal happened. I have to thank every single person that came to the show. I appreciate you all. A huge shout out once again to JF Michaud and the Event Co. crew and the Heavy Montreal peeps for making this happen. Uh, Michelle Ayoub for running it. Uh, Elise and the Corona Theatre crew for making the show run smoothly. Huge shout out to Raph for running front of house and a massive, massive cheers to all the bands that performed and a massive cheers to all the breweries for believing in this new, crazy, different project. I am just so excited. I can't wait for what's next. I got big ideas in my head. 
<laughs> the event wasn't even finished for 24 hours and I already had a new idea of what I want to do with this concept somewhere else, slightly bigger, more exciting, and I'm excited to start building that. I have one more clip that I recorded that night for you to listen to. This is what I heard when I stood on stage and I told the crowd that I was recording an episode that night and talking about filling the void again. It's really hard to fill a void when you experience something like this. Brutal Montreal, make some fucking noise. Tell me how much you've enjoyed your experience so far. Make some fucking noise, Montreal! Thank you all so much for being here with us tonight. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Man, I just can't keep saying that Brutal Montreal was amazing. I can't wait to do the next one. I can't wait to see where this goes. I started the podcast back in 2018 with the hopes of having conversations with metal musicians and sharing beers with them to have told myself then what I'd be doing now. I doubt I'd believe myself, but it only happens because of all the amazing people in my life. A huge shout out to Jessica Buckingham, my wife, the producer of the podcast for helping me build these ideas to help uh, develop these ideas into what they end up becoming at the end of the day because she just always knows how to put my ideas into the right order and she's brilliant and I love her. All of you that are listening to the podcast, thank you so very much. There would be no Vox and Hops Metal Podcast without all of you, your encouragements, the kind words that I receive, the community that is built from the podcast is truly inspiring. Massive shout out to the Thirsty Thursday gang. There was a bunch of you that came to Brutal Montreal. We hung out. It was amazing. I just can't wait to see what's coming up in the future for the Vox and Hops Metal podcast. But one thing's for certain, all of you are going to be there with me. Now, if you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website. That's voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened throughout the past week in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, including all the details for any episodes which I dropped throughout that week, if I've been a guest on someone else's podcast, as well as the updated links to the Brutal Awakenings playlist, which is curated by my man, Jerry Monk, the metal architect himself and is available on both apple music and spotify you'll also be able to see the most recent album reviews that my review crew have dropped and you'll get the links to the thirsty thursday virtual hangs as well there's just so much going on in the world of the vox and hops metal podcast i'd hate for you to miss a single thing so please sign up to the mailing list the vox and hops metal podcast is brought to you by sound talent media and evergreen podcasts i hope you have a glorious holiday season i hope that you have the time to relax I hope that you find a way to treat yourself because you most certainly deserve it. I will be back in 2022 with some brand new episodes. But until then, I hope that you all remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Fox and Hops heads. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind, uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. 
And my name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast